Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Loveline with neo-feminist entrepreneur and talk show host Amber Rose. I'm going to be talking about sex, relationships, and self-confidence. Everything from sexual curiosity to self-empowerment. Amber is joined by certified sex therapist Dr. Chris Donahue. I'll be talking about my own personal experiences and answering intimate questions from fans. This is Loveline with Amber Rose. Hey, you're listening to Love Line with Amber Rose and Dr. Chris. What's up, Dr. Chris? Hey, it's been a while. Yeah, man. How was your week? I have the funniest story. So I just got back from New York City. Uh-huh. I was doing a, um, I was part of a sex expo and I was like lecturing and I'm a brand ambassador for a sex product line. So when I left the event, the uh, company sent me home with a lot of sex products. Mm-hmm. So I get to the airport. Guess whose bag gets flagged immediately? That's so awesome. Because some of them don't look like they're a sex product necessarily. They're like, it's a Japanese company. They're sleek. They're high tech. So it reads real strange. (laughs) So the guy's like, "Um, uh, is it okay if I open up your bag in public or do you want to do this in private? Why the fuck would you have it on a carry-on, bro? Just just don't ask questions like that. So there he is opening my bag, pulling them out one by one. And there are just like sex toys of all different kinds. And I'm explaining. I'm like, they're all sex toys. Oh my God. And they're all gathering and laughing. And I was like, that's just my life. Yeah. It really is your life. It was a fun weekend. Good. Good for you. Um, What did I do? My life is so boring. Uh, Well, I, I heard a lot. People were really pissed that we weren't, that we didn't drop an episode last week. Yeah. There's a major pushback. I th- well, okay. So let me just tell everyone that I'm doing major, major press for Slut Walk. Slut Walk is coming up October 1st. I have six days left. And, um, you know, I've just been doing a lot of press for it. So we actually do the podcast in my house. So if I'm not home, then I pretty much can't get it done. Yeah. You're not allowed to have a life is basically people want the pretty much. Show. Yeah. Yeah. But we have a very special we guest. We have a very special guest. So wait, you are, you are one of the guests. Well, let's first introduce you. So we have T-Boz is in the building. Woo! And you are one of the guests that when I heard we were going to have the possibility of having you on, got me most excited. So I was just saying how mm-hmm. excited I was to have you on because um, your music has been a theme throughout my life um, at very important parts of my life because your voice Aww. is one of the sexiest <laughs> voices okay. I have heard. And so you've been Thank a soundtrack you. to Aww. many important moments of my life. I that think, means I a think lot. everyone feels like that. Yes. Really? Seriously. Yes. yes. I, you know what's crazy when they first, when I first decided to sing like that because... I talk and I sing with like two tones, a high and a low. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't know, y'all, you know, but I'm glad I did. It worked for you. Yeah. For it sure. made me stand out by myself. So I'm like, yeah, thank you. It's And also <laughs> another another uh, pat on the back is you're one of those bands also and one of those singers where if you're in a record store or a bar or a club or the street or by a bus and mm-hmm. one of your songs comes on, everyone starts moving <laughs> and the feet start tapping. It just, the, you know what? Your music just lives on forever. It's yeah. just like certain music you could just play at any party and it's mm-hmm. always popping forever. That's like awesome. literally forever. Like it never goes out of style. Yeah. Ever. 
That's For a sure. good goal to have. And then one last thing. So I've been dying to tell uh, you this story. I told okay. you this a while back. So when I was in <laughs> high school, mm-hmm. um, I had this friend named Natalie. So shout out to Natalie. She's down in Florida. Hey. And uh, what's that? Hey. <laughs> <He's> a, hey. <laughs> so I uh, thought it'd be a good idea for me to cut her hair. I'm not a hairstylist. Oh, yeah. not hair and I gave her the T-Boss. <laughs> did you do it good no no justice at all right okay i actually had the t-boss haircut really? i 100 had a t-boss haircut. and that. my haircut was not good either <laughs> just being honest That's you know like you, love it. like you try to get it blonde as a kid and it comes right? out like grassy orange it's just not oh, no yeah buddy that is hilarious so you have a book out yeah you're doing a book tour right now yep um, when I was re- looking, did over- Peter get to you yet? Did Peter come in? Okay, not yet. Go ahead. That Wait, wouldn't be a good thing to come mess with me, though. Well, but I feel like it, it's sorry to cut you off, that's no, Chris, but I so I did a book tour and uh. Peter like threw books at me and like and I was like, dude, I stopped wearing fur like a long time ago. Like I really right. don't wear fur like that. Although I had fur, but I live in LA, so I was just like, you know, whatever. But um, they just did it to Gucci Man. He his book just came out. And I just want to warn you that they come to all the Barnes and Nobles and they act like they're fans and they actually buy your book, which I'm like, well, at least they bought the book. <laughs> but, <laughs> right? Yeah. So Hell yeah. Give me themselves, <laughs> right? So they buy the book and, and, and they act like they're fans and then they come up and they're like, and don't tell her that she's gonna I'm be anxious all her. night. I just started, but that's not good. Nobody yeah. better not hit me. I don't play that shit now. They try to hit me with a book, girl. Tia Baj, you'll be fine. I don't, don't right. get her no, anxious. I, I am I telling you, if anybody's listening for real, yeah. it is not a good not fucking tonight. ideal to ever hit me because I'm going to beat your ass. Oh, okay. <laughs> you better know it. I'm just putting Jeez. it out there and I'm not playing. I ain't not even tonight. trying to play with you. Like, yeah. I wish a motherfucker would. Boy. Well, you know, I, I'm, I'm telling you because it happened to me probably. Like what did you do? Like, well, you was probably in shock. Like, what? I'm telling you to have security. Yeah, they're yeah. I got my cop there. Yeah, yeah but yes, because oh my god, they they literally they. Oh. I feel like they have done it to literally and any and everyone. If they can Google an image of you ever wearing fur ever in your life, um, yeah, you can catch little, me. Yeah, but I don't wear it anymore. Yeah, that. But that's how I was say like, it again. Dude, say it again. I don't wear it <laughs> See, anymore. Leave it be. I don't though. <laughs> you know, I, I'm. Oh, you know, I keep it real. Whatever it is, it is. But I don't like. Yeah. And I'm not even like a fur person. Like my ex-husband bought it, and I was like, "Oh well, it's cold as hell in New York, so right. it always right. works there." All the books at him then, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. Direct. That good. wouldn't be a good idea either. <laughs> okay, keep like, the books yourselves, folks. <laughs> but I want you to have a great night. Like I'm, I'm so excited. People put 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 a book out, and yours is powerful because of your thank story. You. Oh, thank Do you want to tell us about the main theme of it? It's called a sick life, and um, it has a dual meaning. So I was born with sickle cell disease, and I was told basically I wouldn't live past 30. I would never have kids, and I'd be disabled my whole life. They told me that when I was seven years old. But it also means a sick life as in I love Michael Jackson. I got to work with Michael Jackson. I'm in the biggest girl selling group of all time. You know, so I've had a sick life, good, bad, and indifferent. Mm -hmm. So um, it's pretty much about it's a triumph story. How I became the woman I am today, and it's about a girl who wants this career so bad to be a singer, but her disease stops her every step of the way or tries to. And how I so I tell the good and the bad, you mm-hmm. know, and I learned from it, I grew from it, but it made me who I am. So I tell it all. Like I'm not like sitting up there acting like I was like you know holier than thou because I did some shit. But I love that. Yeah, I That's love that. you know. Yeah, honesty is just is is the best thing because um, I feel like. 
when people you know when you're famous mm -hmm. it's just like you have everything you have money and you have cars and you have houses there's like a lot of bullshit that comes mm -hmm. with with it you know what i mean and um especially yeah. during that time like there wasn't social media there wasn't really like an outlet for you to just be like whoa it's not like this or it's like this mm -hmm. you know you just had to take all the punches and just yeah. kind of people didn't really understand yeah and i talked about that in my book because like you said there wasn't social media so if a rumor got around that shit like really held some power mm -hmm. and i'm like they kept going around saying i had aids so i would go to the hospital i would be on tour and people would come in the room being nosy and whispering she have lesions is she this she that oh my god and i'll be over there like really in pain and really messed up like some instances i ended up in the icu where i could have died and i'm like y'all gossiping right so um finally you know a lady called me and she was like i heard you had sickle cell and i'm like yeah i do she was like would you like to be the national spokesperson and i sat there for a minute because half the reason why i never used that as a conversation piece when i met people is i didn't want them to pity me mm -hmm. you know and i was like i you know would like to help people and i was real iffy about it but i talked to my mom and she was like yeah you can make a difference why don't you use your voice and i'm like yeah you're right it's bigger than me you know, right. there's other people who need to hear my story and know that, you know, they can do, you know, some of the things that I've done because they just give us a death sentence. And my for cousin, sure. he died for sure. He yeah. had the same disease and he's dead. He died exactly the age the doctor told him. Doctor wow. did the same with him, but he's not here. Is it is it hereditary? Yeah. So okay. my mom and dad gave me cooties. Oh wow! <laughs> she gets mad when I so, say that. I'm like, yeah. But the, so one yeah, but parent has to have it, or it has to just run in the family on on one side. No, both parents have something. So my mom had the trait, and my dad had beta thalassemia. So I have a different combination. So mine is called sickle thal, and it's mixed with arthritis. So physically, I don't have the characteristics of a sickler, but inside, I'm messed up. You know, so. um the usual characteristics would be like jaundice, yellow eyes, bloated stomach, buck teeth, stuff like that. So when people look at me, they think I'm drug seeking or I'm just there to get high because they're like, she's not sick. She right. doesn't look like she's sick. You know, and back then I was all cut up and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, yeah, right. She's not sick. Right, right. And I'm like, test my blood. Like, you know, but even here in L.A., mm -hmm. like literally four years ago, they tested my blood and said, oh, you don't have it. It's, oh so, it's so fascinating though because I, I work with patients that have what they call like invisible sicknesses and illnesses where you can't tell from looking at them and that they're right. sick. And they spend a lot of their time uh, trying to defend yeah, that yeah. they are sick and that they are ill, whatever resources they need. Like you said, med seeking. They assume you're med seeking. Yeah. You can look at me and tell I'm not a crackhead. Right. Like you can look at my eyes. They're white. Mm -hmm. My hair doesn't look crackish. Like, come on, dude. Crackish. <laughs> I mean, you have crackish hair <laughs> in the mornings, you know. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> but um, nobody wants to argue when they're sick, though. That's the worst time to For be sure. arguing with a damn nurse or doctor trying to, you know, get your point across. I mean, but that's what makes your interesting. Your uh, that's what makes your success so much more powerful. Though understanding what you had to push through mm -hmm. and what you were struggling with while doing everything you did that's pretty freaking inspiring oh thank yeah, you yeah you guys yeah. were on tour a lot yeah yeah i just got off like 
like last week. <laughs> oh my god! And you were yeah, and you're still going. Yeah, and the yeah. body conscious things you were wearing. I mean, you had to stay like a tip top <laughs> right? Hell, we was dancing so much yeah. I couldn't gain weight if I tried. But this is how fucked up this was. Honestly, this was so messed up. So we were on fan mail tour. I would ruin every tour that we ever went on. So my doctor weighed me before I went on stage. Literally, I was six pounds lighter when I came off after oh. performing two hours straight. Like he was like, you can't keep after going one, like that. After one, one show, oh, one show. Wow. That's how much I lost. And so that was happening every night. So I was down to like 90 something pounds, like 92 pounds at one point, because mm -hmm. I was 103 mostly the most of my life. But I had gained some weight. I went up to 119. I thought I was thick. I was like, yeah, <laughs> what? You know, but 92, I was frail. So right. I just, it was, I was really unhealthy. I looked fit, but I was really, I had no really idea. unhealthy. Watching you at the awards and performances mm -hmm. and the videos would never have known. I know, right? You always, sure. And your voice sounded so strong all the time. I would never have known. That's good to know because I can For tell you a sure. couple of times when I was like, oh shit. Like, no, you always feel it. <laughs> you know, then they're recorded forever. For sure. Well, let's let's get into some phone calls. Here we go. <laughs> Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, I can't wait. So we have, we have Corey on the line. Hello? Hey, Corey. You're on with me, Dr. Chris, and T Boz. How can we help you? Hi, Amber. Hi, T-Boz. I hi. absolutely love you. And hi, Dr. Chris. Hey, what's up? Um, so my question is about um, hot wifing. I had, I listened to you guys' show all the time, and I heard one lady call, and she was saying that um, her boyfriend was interested in, you know, getting her to do the hot wifing thing. And let me just jump in, because um, T-Boz is giving that face like, I'm like, what is hot wifing? So hot wifing, <laughs> it falls under the umbrella. Have you ever heard of cuckolding? I need this. I need this in my life. What? You're what on the right this? show right now. So essentially, it falls under the umbrella of a man who likes to watch his wife have sex with another man. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. Hot wife. And right on. Okay. All right. So pick it back up, Corey. Okay. Um, so after hearing that, I thought about my own sex life with my husband. Um, we've only been married for three years, and everything went really fast from the beginning. So I feel like now I'm kind of to the point where I know him sexually. Um, but the sex was weird in the beginning because he always wanted me to talk about, like, my past sex experiences in detail. And then um, a few there. years into the relationship, I cheated on him. I'm and there he, now. <laughs> like, after we got over the initial shock of me cheating, like, it was more like an erotic thing when they would come to the bedroom like he would want me to talk about it he still does i still do talk about those experiences in detail for him while we're actually you know what's his name i think i used to date him i remember you calling me amber talking right? about this guy i'm like what have you ever been with a guy like that t-boz that wanted to like recount stories of people he had been with the past or hear about people you'd been with no i was told not to tell because they bring it up and throw it in your face later yeah. mm -hmm. They use stuff against right. you. Yes, so I was do. shut up. I was like, mm -mm, you ain't get me to tell. <laughs> Every man that I've ever been with thinks they were the greatest ever. <laughs> right? Tell me I'm the best. Tell me I'm the best. Um, so what's your question though, Corey? So my question, I guess, is really like, one, would that be something that would benefit us? Because like, I cheated because I'm just used to I, like, I prefer sex with other people a lot rather than just having sex with one person all the time. So, you know, I 
cheated the two times over the three years, and now I'm just dying here to be faithful to him so that he doesn't deal with that part of it. But if this is something that... So you want to inter- you want to like- go to him and say, hey, listen, you know, yeah. I want to be with you, but I want to do some hot wifing and bring a guy in so you can watch me. How do I get him, him to understand what that is? So well, like, it sounds without- like you're talking about two different things. I, on one hand, I hear you saying like, I want to have sex with other people and the best way I can pull that off is to tell him without it ruining our relationship right so usually if someone wants to do something like hot wifing it's because they're in love they want to use this other person to actually get closer to the person they're currently with enjoy it together right like playing a game together i guess game night or something Mm -hmm. but it sounds like you Mm -hmm. actually just want to find a way to still be with him but have sex with other people and that that's the best thing you can come up with so (laughs) is that like terrible no it's just a sign that maybe you aren't interested in him any longer or maybe you need to talk to him the very difficult conversation of wanting to have an open relationship i just think she's saying that she still wants to be with him like right you know like i don't want to leave my husband i do love him i i really do i just know that I know that I like the thought of having sex with one person for the rest of my life is really scary. Are you bored with him though? I'm just curious. Um, I mean, it's different all the time. He's very interesting. Okay. And I just, I don't know. I feel like she wants to fuck other people. Yeah, basically. Yeah, like I, I like having sex with other people. Like I just do. I don't know. It, Aren't there people? Well, but we ain't ju- girl, like we are not judging you on this show <laughs> at all. I I just know that again, what what sounds hot in fantasy doesn't always feel so when you do it in real time. And so mm-hmm. you cheated. And okay. the way he's trying to work through that is by eroticizing that. And so he's having you recount it, trusting you're not going to do that again. I don't know that he'd necessarily be open to seeing it happen in front of him in real time. Talk to him about that. Um, but always, I always tell people have like safe words because it might sound good. And then once it's happening, I want you to comfortably, or I want him to be able to comfortably shut that down if it's no longer feeling hot or comfortable anymore. Because these things we're talking about are about you and your husband being closer. And so it's about prioritizing the two of you. And so if it's not going the way he had wanted it to go, I want him to be able to kind of call that out. Right. Mm-hmm. So basically, mm-hmm. she should just ask him. Yeah. Yeah. Simple. That's but don't, but, I, but that doesn't necessarily, you say that again? I said, so you mean, so like just outright say, yeah. how would you feel about hot wifing? Yeah, because I feel like you're going to wind up cheating on him again if you don't ask him. I do too. He's like 20 years older than me. I don't think he knows what hot wifing is. Well, like, explain how do I explain that to him? The way you just explained it to us. I mean, be like, babe, when we have sex, you know, you always want to know about like my past stories and like stuff like that. And I tell you, and I'm comfortable with it. But, you know, I was thinking that maybe we can bring someone in that you know you can watch us have sex and i want to have you in, involved in the in the sexual relationship because it'll be more beneficial right. for us as a couple to do it together correct Definitely. because it sounds like like we just said if not you're going to be doing it on your own and that's no good right but have that that's talk and then call us back circle back and let us know how it goes we'll take it from there good luck Corey. thank you so much of you course. guys yeah for sure would you ever yeah. consider that me yeah I need a penis in my life, period. Like, I have none. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're like, I just gotta Let's start, with start one. there. Can I start with one penis, please? I, love <laughs> I don't have one right now. I was now, like so. that for the past year on the show. <laughs> yeah. Amber I saw, like, remember, I saw you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, talk, you said something. It was cute. Yeah. Girl, yeah. One penis would be nice. So I was like, I just want some dick. 
really bad. Now you're all <laughs> up. And now I'm all like getting happy. banged out every day. That's awesome. awesome. Yeah. It's so Well, amazing. if you come on again, we'll do like a, our, our own version of The Bachelorette. And we'll oh like my God. I'm so scary though. Do you know I've never been on a date by myself ever? Wait, Just by myself. Like, okay, y'all don't think I'm crazy. We, her eyes we've lit heard up. crazy. Trust me. Okay. <laughs> so like anybody I've ever dated. They had to take me and my friends or my family out first because I don't want to be stuck with somebody I don't like. Then I'm stuck with you trying to touch me, kiss me. I don't like that shit. So mm-hmm. I don't like being touched by people I don't like. Yeah. So I'm like, if we all go out together and if I see if I How like him. How many people are we talking about? How many people do you have with you? Whatever is whatever it is at the time. <laughs> Five, I, you know ten. What? I'm not mad at I've that, I've done though. that before wow, because pressure. I've had a trunk show. So yeah. say my last boyfriend, he was a football player. Right. No, what? Boyfriend before last, whatever. Anyway. He played football and I had a trunk show at a children's store. So I had a trunk show at my house and he came and he was like, well, would you like to go out to eat? And I was like, well, we were going to all go out to eat anyway. Would you like to kind of just meet up? So it was my aunt, all my friends. It was like 10 of us. <laughs> the poor guys at the head so of the table. We're like, so girl, what you think? Out. What you think? What you think? My aunt's like, yeah, you know, <laughs> I'm not so, mad at that. That's real. But then that way, I and, really, I'm not. I but think, everybody goes for it. Well, you know what? I, I also think it's like, easier way to you know kind of get to know someone so it's mm-hmm. not so like serious like one-on-one yeah. and you're just eating trying to think about what you're gonna say next. yeah i don't want to do like that other you at least leave the house i used to tell amber that my first date was always come over to my place we'll have a glass of wine so that way i don't have to get dressed i don't have to leave the house it doesn't go that good i got like an hour however long see she's shaking her head however long a glass of wine takes like, like no. send you on your way and see i'm scary <laughs> so i don't like going out. to people's houses and stuff like i'm like i'm not yeah. coming to your house so yeah like when my ex-husband first dated me, he took us out, all me and my friends, and then to fly me when I first came to see him, he had to fly me and Nicole. Mm. I'm like, well, if you fly me and Nicole, and Girl, she could stay I'm, in the listen, guest bedroom. We're here. Okay. I ain't about to fly nowhere by myself. You got to fucked up. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know you like that the fuck. So yeah. he did it. and Because like, if they like you, they will. Then I was like, okay, bitch, yeah. you can go home now. You know, right. I like him. I think we going to fuck and stuff. So, exactly. you know. Not, <laughs> so it was okay. I, I, wonder, I wonder why you're single. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I choose to be. No. That's good. I like it. All right. We have Nicole on the line. Hello. Hi, Nicole. You're on with me, Dr. Chris, and T-Boz. How can we help you? Hi, Amber. Hi, Dr. Chris. Hi, T-Boz. Hi. Hey. I'm so excited. <laughs> um, awesome. So, I'm sorry. I'm a little nervous. Um, so, back in college... Uh, me and my friends, two of my really, really good girlfriends, um, ended up having a foursome one night. Um, just kind of a random drunken night. We're all like, we're, you know, we're very sexual females, and we're like, go home after the bar. Like, I'm horny, I'm horny, whatever. And my friend's like, well, I can call this guy over. And I'm like, it all kind of started as a joke. Like, we're not going to do it. Like, it's not going to happen. And then it totally happened. And super fun night. Um, we told the guy, like, hey, um, if you tell anyone, we're going to kill you. Like, <laughs> this never <laughs> happened. It's a one-time thing. Don't contact any of us. Um, the three of us, or two of us girls stayed really good friends, and um, nothing ever really came of it. And then fast forward, like, five, six years from then, one of my friends calls me, and she's like, so I started to date this guy. And I was like, awesome, cool, who is it? And it ended up being this guy that we all hooked up with. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. Um, but now... So, so, so like that girl to... that's dating him now wasn't involved in the foursome at all? 
Yeah. No, she was. She was one of the other girls. Oh. So. Oh, I thought it was going yeah. a different direction. Yeah, me too. Okay, okay, go ahead. Okay. No, it was um, one of my other friends that was a participant. So, um, <laughs> so she's now dating him. Now, see, I live in Alaska. I go home twice a year. Um, and so I go to see her, hang out with her, you know, see my family. And she now wants me to hang out with him and hang out with them. Um, I don't feel comfortable. I think that was a one-night thing. I don't really want to see him again, and I don't know how to, like, support her new relationship. I've been friends with her a long time. This is her first boyfriend I've that she's had in a while. I want to support her relationship, but I don't really want to hang out with him. So I don't know how to be like, hey, good for you. But I don't want to hang out with him. Like T boss. Kind of awkward. <laughs> I'll jump in. I'll jump in. Okay. So so um it, it's not like she's asking you to have a threesome with them. She's just saying, like, look, it's six years later. Um, I know we had a foursome like when we were like fucking kids. Or like in our college years, but you know, whatever. I don't give a shit. I like the guy and I want to be with him. I don't think you should really feel any type of way about it. I mean, if your friend's happy, like, you know, just how you said, like, it was just like a one time thing. And like, that's Mm -hmm. probably how she feels and how he feels. Like, it was just sex. Like, it's not like you guys all loved each other. And now it's like weird feelings. Um, Well, yeah. And I mean, she, because I've kind of hinted at like where I'm like, I usually stay with my sister when I go home and she's like, well, you can come over and sleep and snuggle with us. Mm. And I'm like, uh, I, I think you I should just, just be honest. Yeah. I think you should just tell her and, and just be like, look, you know, he, he, ha ha. That's cute. But you know, for me, it's like, it kind of makes me uncomfortable because it's just something that I did like a long time ago. And I really want you guys to be happy in your relationship and you know we can all like when we all go out to dinner all as friends and shit like that's cool but anything sexual as far as like with you and your man just keep that shit to yourself is that how you feel to yeah. you? being honest is always the best way like i don't like to bullshit people just say what you feel yeah. like it's just too much pressure to put on yourself just be honest and this is just part yeah. of sex like <clears throat> no one's a trick no one's a hookup these are people and you might have a relationship with them outside and beyond this. And so just take that into consideration before you hook up with somebody. That there is some level of commitment. And let there. your friend be happy, girl. Don't, you know what? Don't make it about yeah. you. You know, don't. And that's the thing is I want her to be happy and I'm glad she's happy. I'm just like, because he tried to talk to me after it. And I was, I, I, my friend, he asked my friend for my number and I said no. And so it's just. So do you just I think he's like happy. a grimy dude? Like you just don't want your friend to like fuck with him or. Uh, I don't know anything about him. That's just I just some like it's kind of one of those it's just awkward. Are you embarrassed? More than anything. You're embarrassed yeah. by it? Oh no, I'm not embarrassed. We never told anyone. It's just um it was just kind of a private, like fun night and I just um it's awkward. Like, hey, remember when we all did that one thing? Like <laughs> right. do we talk about it or do we right. just like ignore it? Well that's what I'm saying. When you uh, you talk about it, I, I'm I'm with T Boss. Like I go all in, I call it out. If we're all thinking it, I bring it up. As Amber said, hee hee, ha ha ha, we did that, <laughs> that one time. You gotta push through that because this watch, she'll wind up marrying this dude and you're gonna yeah. be in the wedding. Right. I, mean, I don't know how far this is gonna go. But right. just yeah. own it. You did nothing wrong. Yeah, it was right. just a fuck, dude. Like it was who cares? That was a long time ago. Yeah. Hang in there. Okay. All right, thanks. All right, thanks. Okay, thank you. Yep. So I want to ask T-Boz about these epic pranks. Okay. (laughs) 
Well, in your book, you talk about oh, like, yeah. epic pranks while uh-huh. on tour. Am mm-hmm. I am I blowing your cover if we talk about like no, specific no, no, no. Okay, you can talk cool. about whatever. I'm old. So let's talk about some of these pranks. Okay, <laughs> what are we talking about? Lisa was the worst one, I think. <laughs> Me second. Chili never wanted to get her hair wet, so she, <laughs> we're like, you're I the one with that. the. But you're the one with the curly fucking hair. We're She's like, the we one have that to like straighten our hair. Out, yeah. yeah, like, and we're like, girl, I have to blow dry mine, straighten it back out, you know. But um, we would be in hotels and we would always get kicked out. So if someone was playing a guitar too loud or something, yeah. we would go knock on the door and be like, shut the fuck up and throw water. Nice. And um, Pebbles had somebody working with her that would always snitch us out. So she got her hair freshly permed. You know how black girls get their hair done. And they'd be like, ooh, girl, I got to cut. So we knocked on her door and doused her with ice and water. Hit her in the face with ice and water. We were just so bad. Nice. So bad. Nice. So bad. So stuff like that. Yeah, so we had fun. what else is in the book? Because it looks like you literally have it all in there. No, I got stuff I didn't put. But, uh being teased in high school, uh, going through a divorce, single mother, mm. um, being sick, no matter what illness you have. I had a brain tumor. I lost my speech, my sight, my hearing, and my balance. Wow. It took me three and a half years to get to where I am now so I can tour. So it, it goes up and down. Like Lisa's funeral wasn't funny then, but if you read what was going on at that funeral, it was like a circus. It was one of the funniest things ever. Like Really? When, like what? Girl. Okay, so she was dating Suge. He was snoring in the back. I'm At sitting, the funeral? Yes. Wow. Just getting it. So then um, I'm like, I had just been in the hospital for four months. I'm like real frail, still sickly. Whitney and Bobby are sitting behind me. So Nippy is patting me the whole time. It's going to be okay, baby. It's going to be okay, baby, 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 baby. You know, so everything the pastor would say, she would sing. Now, mind you, this... Funeral was two and a half hours. So for two and a half hours, every last single word he would end with, she would sing it. Oh like at, she was ad living. So he was like, "Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus. You know, I'm like, <laughs> you know, and it still rubbed my back. It's gonna be okay, baby, 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 baby. baby. It's gonna be okay. Baby, I can't wait. Now who is doing this? this? I can see this. Who is this? Doing Whitney. This? Nippy Whitney. Oh, oh. So <laughs> then I look back and Bobby's like this, like. <laughs> Then I look back again. He's hooping and hollering with her. Thirty minutes later, I'm like, "What is going on?" And it was open to the public. Mm. It was, it was, it was so much going on in one building. And then the but pastor. But you said Lisa's personality was just fun like that, so she probably was getting a kick out of it. Like, yes, yeah. And then sure. I'm in there with the body. You know uh, what do you call it? The wake. So mm. I'm in there with the body the day before. Mm. I'm boohooing like that gut wrenching, ugly cry. And I hear somebody go, "Um, Bobby." A Bobby and I'm like, okay, that's Whitney, mm-hmm. but I'm still looking down, and she brings Bobby Christina, who's all a bit probably like your son's age at the time, mm-hmm. and she's like, I can't even say it this fast. She knew you when you was in your mama belly. She knew you when you was in your mama belly, and she was like, you remember her? You remember her? And I'm looking up at her like, the fuck is going on? <laughs> like, what? They were definitely an this, interesting couple. Yeah, but it was just so much at this funeral. Like and you, you talk about all this in the book. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we got to read the book. And I tell bad stuff about myself. Like when I had the FBI crashing through my mama's house looking for me. And you wonder what I did. Because I'm so sweet and whatnot. And, yeah, uh, you do come off sweet. Like I'm hearing I all am. this. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm like, really? And when I broke this girl's eye socket, I mean, eye socket in her jaw. This is like different times in my life. But I did break my hand on her face. I was, I was really hurt. Oh, I haven't seen. See that scar right there? <laughs> <laughs> I got, that's, that's a girl's tooth. 
See? Like, that literally got stuck right there in my head. And mine was broke right theory. here. Yeah. See? You know. Sometimes it's just, you know, it's Baby, not us, you. it's them. It, I said that in my <laughs> book. I said they you, always right? started it. Feel oh, me. I love it. They always you started it. angels, you and Amber. We huh? were taking it for ourselves. <laughs> Absolutely. We're just oh, blonde and pretty, whatever. <laughs> right. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. So why do you always look so glowy and dewy and moisturized and youthful? What do you use? Um, actually, I use Kapari, which is 100% organic coconut oil. And that's important because if you're going to slather something all over your body all day, guys, please use something like Kapari that's natural. It doesn't have chemicals. Yeah, I put it on my face, my scalp, uh, my feet, my elbows. It's just absolutely amazing. And it comes in all different types of, you know, there's coconut milk, um, sheer oil, the balm, uh, the body glow that has glitter in it. it. You know, it just, the sun hits your skin and you just look absolutely radiant. I literally live by this stuff. And how do you use it in relationship to the shower? Because you've talked about the fact that you have a special routine where you'll put it on before you go in the shower? No. So what I'll do is, is that, you know, when you take a shower, a hot shower, your pores are open. So then you shut the water off, you lather your body in the pure um, organic coconut oil, and then you just dry off. So it sits in your pores and it just, you know, you go, you wake up in the morning and your skin is just glowing and radiant. And there's no sulfates, no silicones, no GMOs, no parabens. So it's natural. It's healthy. It's mm-hmm. good for your body. It's good for your skin. It's good for tattoos. I use it on my tattoos. Absolutely. Me and Amber are both covered. And we don't want those aging or getting sun damage. For sure. So make sure you go to kaparibeauty.com slash muva, M-U-V-A, and get 20% off your order. That's K-O-P-A-R-I beauty.com slash muva for 20% percent off so go on there right now i guarantee you you will absolutely love it welcome back to love line with amber rose and certified sex therapist chris donahue all right we have uh, joseph on the line hey joseph you're on with me dr chris and t boss how can we help you hi guys how are y'all tonight good hey. good how are you uh i'm doing all right um uh, a little uh a little confused. Uh, we'll we'll so, try to help you uh, out. Yeah, well, um, it's kind of crazy. So, um, so my name is Joseph. I um, I live in Florida. Um, I'm 22, and I've been talking uh, to this. It's been a lot about two months, maybe a little Wait, over a month. Almost you cut two out, months now. You cut out, babe. Say that one more time. Uh, I'm sorry. I've been talking to this guy for about two. And you know, it's so you, been wait, really you've been talking to a guy for two months, yeah. Yeah, for okay. two months now. Yep, can you go hear ahead. Me? Okay. Yeah, we can hear okay. you now. Okay. Um, well, 
pretty casual. I mean, about as well as you could expect about getting to know people going on dates. Um, nothing seemed out of the ordinary. Um, you know, every time we hung out was uh, when he had time or I had time. Uh, so it was like public or uh, my house, whatever. Um, well, about two weeks ago, um, we were hanging out and he was like, listen, uh, he was like, I've been having a really good time with you lately. Uh, and I feel like um, I didn't think I was going to dig you this much. And I, I really need to like be real with you about some things. And at that point, I was like, oh, God, here we go. Lay it on me. Um, and he basically was like, well, I'm actually married, and I have a daughter, um, and this and that, and this and that. And um, it kind of, like, all, like, threw me completely off. Um, he, ne like, never told me any of this, and here we are, like, two months into it. Um, and he basically was, like, um, like, apologizing, and he really didn't, I felt like he was using that as, like, an out. Um, he kind of, like, said that, and, like, he was upset, and he could tell that I was kind of, like, mad about it, and he just left. Um, and then the next day, uh, my phone starts blowing up, um, and it's his wife. Um, basically, I guess he had, she had found out that he was talking to someone else, um, and I guess from my voicemail found out that it was a, a, a I, <laughs> Um, so she was like leaving me, she's been leaving me all these messages, um, basically begging me to tell her know where, how long we've been talking and what's been going on and things of that nature. And, um, the only reason I have not said anything to her is because one, I feel like the answers that she's looking for, um, uh, I can't really give to her. I feel like. Um, what her husband's done, but I feel like that right there would only um, really give her uh, an answer of whether or not she should stay with him or not. And I don't really want that his family to to like hinge upon what I say to her. If it's best for me to just stay out of it, then I'm not going to say anything. But at the same time, I feel like he needs to step up and talk to his wife and say, "Listen, uh, this is what's going on, and you know, I need you to understand it or not." But I don't want to be dragged into it. And I don't know if that's right or if I have like a moral obligation to actually talk to her. Wow, that is fucking deep, bro. And if Amber, right? T-Boss, if, if Amber was getting this call back when she was single, Amber's response would have been, and that's why I'm single. Right. <laughs> right? Quote, unquote, that would have been yet another reason for you to stay single. So I'm glad the call's coming. T-Boss yeah. is thinking the same thing. She's like, but he's living a lie and yeah. trying to put it on him, and so, that's not cool. Right. This okay. Like to this day, she's still caught. Like she, the last call I got from her was yesterday. Like I feel like she's going a little. And this is how this has probably been like a week or so. Okay, ago, Joseph. So. Joseph, you you're nailing it in that you don't. What what I would yeah. do because I'm all about honesty, but I'm also about compassion. You don't have a moral responsibility to help her figure this out. I don't think she should turn to you to work through this. But I would say if she keeps calling you, you could lovingly reach back out and let her know, I'm sorry to hear what's happened, but I'm not interested in being a part of this. Like, I wish you all the best, but I need to ask you to please stop contacting me and yeah. and not worry about what you he's doing. You think that's the best thing for him to do? <clears throat> I think you should stay out of it. But if she's constantly calling, what would you know. do? I don't know if I agree with you. You want him to get involved? You know, I'm, I'm half and half. Because I, I have to put myself in her shoes, right? As the wife. I was I was married. So right. That's me too. You would wanna know. I will I would wanna know because so what I, I wanna know. What exactly I will I, listen. 
you know, there's some I, I feel like she will probably ask him a lot of things that she really doesn't want to know. Um, but at the same time, she's she's in a marriage with a guy that really is lying to her and that obviously likes men too. Um, and one, it puts her life at risk. And her child. Her child too. Chi- yeah. Literally everything. But let me point this out. <clears throat> the only information Joseph can give her that's in any constructive use, she already knows. But she doesn't. She's aware that he's been talking to someone else other than her. All the things she really needs answers to, only he can provide for her. And I don't mean Joseph. Yeah, but Dr. Chris, it's, it's, I feel like, regardless if it's a man or a woman, mm-hmm. that he's, he's cheating, right? So, mm-hmm. like, it's different, like, if you, if you go and hook up with someone and it's just like, fuck, I made a mistake. And then they found out. Like, they've been talking for two months. It was like a full-on affair mm-hmm. outside of his marriage. Mm-hmm. And it was with a guy. Sure. Like, it's no shade. It was with a guy. And she probably mm-hmm. was extremely unaware of that whole situation. Sure. So, being, put, putting myself in her shoes, I would want to know. I would wanna, what would you want to know? I want to know how long it's been going on. Um, are you guys having sex? Are you guys just sexing each other, you know, or texting each but other? Here's, here's why I want her <clears throat> to go back to her husband. Her husband ain't going to tell her the truth. Because he's the, lying here's the already. Problem. Here's the problem. So she needs to know if he's having sex with other people. Because it's possible her husband is having sex with other people other than just Joseph. Like, I, I don't know how much larger it is than just Joseph. Yeah. And mm-hmm. if she can't go to her husband and have an honest conversation and get honest answers, then her only course of action is to get divorced immediately and leave. Because it's now a couple's issue. It doesn't work like that, though, Dr. Chris. Well, in psychology, it does. <laughs> yeah, but it, I mean, I, yeah, but you you have an extremely higher level of thinking, right? Sure so do. you're you're a different kind of guy. You know what I mean? Like, if you were approached sure with that, you're like, okay, I'm going to go to my partner and I'm going to have a, I'm going to be communicative. And, you know, I'm going to set some boundaries. Well, here's the thing like, when I work with couples where trust has been broken, um, what they tend to want to do is police and get all the facts. And it's an attempt uh. to stabilize and to make sense of something. But there's this is something that can't necessarily have sense made of it. And the bigger issue is can this woman, does this woman want to repair, have, do repair work? Does this woman feel as though she can trust her husband? And if she can't even do those things, and if she can't even go to him to work through this initial stuff, then their relationship is fucked. Yeah, but he's going to lie to her. And then yes. she's going to be in denial because he's going to be like, look, all right, fine. You know, I had a moment. We were just texting each other. It wasn't anything like that. Yeah. And then she's going to continue in a marriage where her guy is fucking dudes. That's mm-hmm. that's Because if I have to act like, as if I can up. add in that, that um, it was like, it was pretty... Uh, probably about we hooked up the first time probably about a week after we started talking so i know it was physical for him um and then like the last text that she sent me she was like listen i assure you i'm not you know mad at you i'm not angry at you the only things i want from you is uh just to know if my husband is happy in this relationship or but you don't have that and and, and her asking that like i don't want that to rest on me you don't have that answer joseph you can't you can't speak for his interest in his wife only he can and I'm worried about people that don't feel like they can go ask questions of their partner and feel like they can trust the answers they get because then you have a bigger problem. Well, the only thing yeah. is that we don't have her and her husband yeah. on the phone. Yeah. So you, right. he's going into it like literally just for the wife and being like, look, you know, 
I'm not going to lie to you because I put myself in your shoes and I wouldn't want that to be done to me. And I want to let you know that I was being lied to as well. Yeah. I didn't know that he was married because if I did, I would have never pursued any type of relationship with him. So, right. you know, finding out that he was married, um, I feel a moral obligation to let you know that we did talk for about two months. We did have a sexual relationship and I don't want you to sit there in denial um, you know, with a man that, you know, obviously likes men and that obviously is cheating well, on and, you. Well, that's what we have to uncover because although this guy has done something really horrible, I think it's really horrible to make a commitment. And then if you're struggling with it, not talk that out. And I know that's a higher level of, of thinking, but I don't know what's going on with this guy. I don't know if this guy actually is gay. I don't know if this guy is bisexual, but doesn't feel safe enough to share that with his wife. Right. I don't know what's going on, but there is a piece if this guy is, happens to be listening that he needs to figure out what his identity is, what he wants relationally, what he wants sexually. I don't know. But There's you know, Dr. Chris, that things he could be trying to work any out guy that is married, yeah. that is either gay or bisexual or bi-curious mm-hmm. or a one-time thing, mm-hmm. it's not easy for them to just be like, hey, babe, I love you, but, you know, I was fucking a guy for two months. Like, right. it's, he's not going to say that. Well, but it starts before that. If prior to him starting to have sex with Joseph, he was realizing that this other part of his sexuality existed, I would have hoped he was in a healthy enough relationship to have talked it out in some There's capacity. There's no way. Wait, what do you mean it's no way? It's no, just there no, are many relationships where people can talk about But it's these not things. realistic. That, they Let's don't say it's that. like I don't believe Yeah, I agree with her. I watch it happen in my office. Yeah, Jenny but Dr. Clay. Chris, okay, let's do the percentage of guys that have been For married. Sure. But part of this is because we have a biphobic, homophobic culture. Absolutely. So some of this is cultural. Yes. And that's unfortunate. Yes. Are you gonna but continue to I mess mean. with him, Joseph? Oh, no, absolutely not. Um, I mean, like I told him, when he came to apologizing to me, I said, listen, I need you to stop. I said, you don't need to be apologizing to me. I mean, in a sense, yes, because you lied to me, but I'm not worried about that. You need to be apologizing to your family. You need to be taking care of them. You already have commitment, so yeah. I respect myself. Well, then why can't he tell her? Like, hell, tell her then. I'm just looking out for Joseph a little bit. I don't want him to get pulled in deeply into this because that can happen. Yeah. Who? I mean, I mean okay. okay. <laughs> Who cares? T. Bob has you all in. I don't care about Joseph. Fuck Joseph. <laughs> He's a liar. No, Joseph's on the phone. Right oh now. no, not Joseph. Not Joseph. <laughs> the, the husband. I meant, um, the, Sorry. Uh, the husband. Sorry, Joseph. T. Bob is like I'm fuck talking you, about Joseph. The husband. <laughs> I'm getting on, the names mixed up. Don't kill me. That was amazing. That was funny. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm sleep deprived. <laughs> all, all I'm going to say is, is that there's a few different avenues, right? Yeah. And this is what I'm battling with with this question. One, he could tell the wife, right? Nine out of ten, it will ruin a marriage, and that's horrible, you know. And you would somewhat be the cause of it if you don't mind your business and not say anything, right? Right, the right. second thing is, is that if you don't say anything, it might constantly just eat at you. Like, God damn, like I, you know, this poor lady has been reaching out to me. And now, you know, I feel a moral obligation to let her know what her husband is doing because it's really fucked up. But it's kind of already then, ruined, isn't it? Though, yes. well, sort of well, like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's definitely because he's he's lying. And like you said earlier, like he's putting her life in jeopardy that puts the kid you know it's like a trickle down effect well and i'm not i'm not convinced that's just joseph there could be like a third fourth fifth oh, like right. i don't know how many other people right and that's why joseph provide whatever information you're comfortable providing but but essentially stay out of it at the same time and don't then get on, pulled in yeah and then honestly okay fucking ugh, does this guy know where you live 
Um, yeah, because I mean, he's he's came over to my house a, a few oh, times, yeah, but um, I think he it's made clear that he's not welcome here anymore. I just get concerned about things like that, right? Because it's a it's a safety issue at that point. Mm-hmm. So if he right. tells his wife, the guy knows where he lives. You know what I mean? It's just it's so right. many fucked up things. It's like right. you, sh- you shouldn't you shouldn't say nothing to protect your safety, but then also it's like if you do snitch on him, you don't he, know how, what the he repercussion in a bad way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I obviously didn't know enough about him to know that he was uh, married and had a kid, so I don't know, you know, there's other things he could be hiding too. He doesn't owe her anything though. Like <sighs> So uh, that's a hard one. I want to give him the best advice because I, I, I'm concerned about his safety. For sure. At this point, because you don't know if this guy's psycho. He knows where you live. You know, right. and, and uh, honestly, Joseph, I'm going to renege on what I said. And I think that you should just go about your business, block this lady from your phone. And uh-huh. if her husband, you know, continues to, to do this or the fact that she heard the voicemail, hopefully she won't be in denial and know that, mm-hmm. you know, her husband was talking to a guy and then she can figure that shit out from there. But I, I'm really concerned for your safety after thinking about everything, because if you get involved, I don't, you know, people get crazy when you fuck with their marriage and their life and shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So oh, yeah. they try to kill true. people. Yeah, oh, yeah. Gets serious. And you know We've all seen live. Dateline in 60 yeah. minutes. I mean, this stuff gets real. People, the, the wife, the wife is going to wind up coming first because he's already invested. They live together. They're married. Um, but, you know, Call back and let us know what you wind up doing and how it goes. We'd I think you should. Up. I think you should hit him up and you should be like, "Look, your wife has been calling me. I just want to let you know that I'm not going to tell her anything. That's up to you and that's your business. I'm going to fully stay out of it. I wish you luck in everything that you got going on, but please lose my phone number and I will not be responding to your wife. And that's, that's good it. And okay. just move on with your life and just keep it going. Don't even worry about it. Don't. Right. Yeah. Yeah. She really okay. knows though, in a way, like. All right. That's actually probably the best advice anyway. If it weren't for her being, I think the biggest thing was her being uh, persistent. So I think it kind of weighed on me a little bit. But you know what? I mean. Just think about your safety at this point, babe. Because you don't know how. She's going to have to face back. Yeah. Yeah. Because I I don't want you to say something Mm -hmm. to her and then be filled with anxiety sitting in your house. Like, damn, this motherfucker knows where I live. Like, (laughs) just just stay out of it. And she's just going to have to figure it out. Good luck, yeah, I'll, I'll, I guess <laughs> right. I'll I'll, uh, I'll have to do that then. Um, I feel like that's going to be the best approach anyway because you know I don't really want to get involved in anybody else's life anyway. For sure. All right. Good luck, <laughs> Joseph. Yo, keep in touch. Call us back. Let us know what what happens. I, I definitely will. Thank you guys for Bye. your time. I love you guys. Uh, love Thanks. you too. Bye. Bye. That's Bye. what's that's what's most frustrating. The work I do is people. That was heavy. No, no, but that's good though. You did good. That that people was a good answer. Oh, you mean what I said originally? Well, you kind of did. Give me some credit, T. Okay, high five yeah, a little credit. bit. <laughs> uh, but this is what's so difficult. Nice. People don't. <laughs> she's a guest. Yeah. People don't have enough compassion, and I always say to the couples I work with, like everything you do if you're in a relationship is impacting the part you're in a relationship with. Think about that. You know. Yeah, but as Talk a as a, as a as a woman that was married. Yeah. You I would want to know. I would want to know. Yeah. I was married but, too. I would want to know. But you don't know how she's going to react to her husband yeah. and how he's going to react to Joseph. Yeah, like Joseph doesn't 
It, well, he doesn't deserve to be pulled into it. He didn't ask for that, and he didn't know. So you gave him good advice. He really should stay out of it. Probably that's the truth. But me, if I was her, yeah, I would want to know. Yeah, I mean, me it wouldn't be Joseph's fault when I killed him. Yeah, <laughs> it happens. It it's some real happens. life shit. And then you know, gay, you know, gay guys, man. It's like it, there's so many horrible stories of situations like that mm-hmm. where you know. The husband is in denial about his sexuality, and then the wife finds out that he's, you know, gay or bi curious or had a moment with another mm-hmm. guy, and then the husband winds up killing the killing the gay guy. That's you true. You know what I mean? That's and true. it's just like it just like a light bulb went off. Like, oh my god, I just I I would hate for but that. But this to is happen. also why I try to remind partners that <clears throat> if if your significant other comes to you and discloses or is vulnerable, is trying to be authentic and talking to you about other diverse parts of their sexuality that they've thought about being with the same gender or whatever be open to hearing that mm-hmm. like Absolutely. be a good partner so that they can talk to you about that because I work with some guys that don't feel comfortable going to their wife or their girlfriend and talking about some of the kinky you know more creative parts of their sexuality and then not that going and doing it behind their back is in any way a solution right but I wish people were more approachable I'd rather somebody hurt my feelings and tell me the truth before yeah. you just lie to me. For I sure. Don't, I don't like lies. Oh, yeah. At all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I've had some I've had some wives show up in my office and they're like, Dr. Donahue, <laughs> do not tell my husband that it's okay that he that he's aroused by A, B, C, and D. And it's like, whatever your husband's turned on by is acceptable. Mm-hmm. And in him trying to tell you it's a sign that he cares about you and he wants to just be known more. Right. And you shaming him and shutting it down is step number one that leads to the eventual step of him possibly going and doing it anyway. Yeah. yeah. So you Cheating. have to be open to hearing that stuff. Yeah. That's true. But they have to be to open to say it. For sure. As well. Yeah. And yeah. they don't. They just yeah. go cheat. But again, that's why like we have things like the slut walk is that there's so much sex shame out there yeah. that people don't feel comfortable always talking about their full sexuality. T-Bots, can you That's make it true. to my slut walk? When is it? October 1st. Sunday. It's in this six Sunday. days. Am I? Schedule. Am I here? We're here. Yeah. Um, she's here. I mean, let's I'm figure here. it out. Can you make it to I her? mean, yeah. She I, don't, I don't know my schedule, yeah. I would love to. It's just to come and yeah. enjoy the festivities. You come and, you know. I think the thing is, can you make it to hers on Wednesday? <laughs> I have a charity event for sickle cell Wednesday. He's let's, that, let's I'm not talk well about done, it. Sir, but well yeah, done. I will. Yeah, if I'm if I'm able to, I will. If I'm able to, I will for sure. Okay, for sure. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's the 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 full protest is ten o'clock in the morning. Okay. Um, and then um, from uh twelve to five, is this a full? It's a full like celebration of women. We have speakers there. Um, okay. OT Genesis is performing. Mm-hmm. He's headlining. Um, you know, it's just a really, it's a really, really great day, and it brings a lot of awareness to um, a lot of inequality issues we deal with as women and the LGBTQ community as well. Yeah, it's a festival. Okay. It's outside downtown Pershing Square. Oh, okay, we're expecting tw- almost twenty thousand people. So it's grown, like right? It has grown. I think I remember hearing about it it's last the year. First, well, the first. This is the third annual one. So the first year was twenty five hundred people. The second year was 11,000, and now we um, sold 18,000 tickets already. We still have six days left. Wow. So, you know, a lot of people do stuff last minute, too. So, yeah. So, oh, a lot, well, a lot more, of people right? just show up. Yeah, really. So, what? So, last year we only sold 7,000 tickets, but 11,000 people showed, showed up. Showed up. Because they're just like, I ain't going online and doing all that. I'm just going to come. No, that's what, that's and what they I get tickets, yep, Last you know, minute. Yeah. When I get there. So, and that's what happened. So, it grew so much. And, 
um it's a really amazing event so i'll try okay. to make it on wednesday i'm doing a lot of press for slut walk this week yeah so I'll, i'm I'll doing ask, the book stuff too so yeah absolutely i'll, I'll answer if, I, if i'm all is it at night or um six to nine i believe yeah it's at night it's at avalon in hollywood it's um t-boss unplugged try to work it out okay for sure okay we have rochette rochette on the line Roche. Roche. <laughs> Roche. Ro- 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 Hi, Roche. How can we help you? You're you're on with me, Dr. Chris and T-Boz. Hi. Hi, everybody. Um, so I guess my question is, like, I've been with my man for a year, and everything is good. Our vibe is good. We're on the same wave and everything. But he just recently told me that. Well, he's told me a couple times before, but I'm just, like, he wants me to do more in the bedroom or like when we're having sex it's just he says i'm whatever you know and he like he says whatever like what oh like i just lay there or i'm like even when i'm on top he usually ends up taking over anyways and so and he i wants guess you, like he says I'm, he wants you he to says do that more? i'm just not making any effort make some effort girl yeah i know it sounds like the solution's <laughs> right there in the problem yeah you so don't want to so i don't know what that means like I really, I'm pretty shy and I'm really like, I guess, sort of insecure and I just don't know what that means. Like, what is the girl supposed to do? Okay, let me tell you this. If he's with you and he's wants to have sex with you, he doesn't give a shit about what your titties look like. He doesn't care about your stomach. He don't give a fuck about cellulite. Guys don't, if anything, guys like cellulite. They like when you bounce in, throw it back on them and your titties bounce while you ride them. And they don't give a shit. They want to see all that. So if you're just laying there or you're covering up and stuff like that, you know, it's it's probably, um, you know, you're, you're, you're showing your insecurities and you don't have to because he, he already wants to be with you. So he, he loves your body. You don't have to feel that way. And, and people that tend to be boring in bed are people that are kind of out of touch with their arousal. And so I'd say take some time to think about what turns you on. Like what in your fantasy would you think about seeing yourself do what's hot to you? Like take some time to figure that out. And T-Boss kind of threw it out there. She's like, watch some videos. Like, you know, watch how to gyrate ride stuff, throw it back. Like she said, <laughs> think about what turns you on and start to initiate that or ask for that. But yeah, take some assertion. Again, this is another example though of where I love couples where one partner is like, Hey, I love you and I want this to work. And so I want to be open and let you know that like, I would love it if we tried something different sexually, if we could move into some new things. Like, He's, he wants to make this work, so take some time and effort to really think about what would turn you on. What have you not done sexually that you'd like to? I also tell couples, I love this. Mm-hmm. I tell couples that are in this situation, go to a sex boutique, one of those really nice ones, wander around the store, mm-hmm. pick up things you haven't seen before, you don't know that they are, look around, ask <laughs> questions of the staff, see what turns you on, mm-hmm. and if you see something starting to turn you on, purchase it, bring it home, try it out. Like Bring something new into the relationship, into the bedroom. Yeah, I just told Savage the other day, I'm like, when I'm cleaning up or I'm just, you know, walking around doing shit. Bend me over. Yeah, bend (laughs) me over. Hello. Pull my pants down. Hello. Choke me a little bit. I don't have no hair to pull, so. (laughs) (laughs) Like, right? Do you A little smack here and there is cute. You know, I ain't mad at it. Hello. Okay. Do you drink? Yeah, I drink. Maybe you need some liquid courage, girl. Yeah, some some alcohol. Uh, I don't drink, but alcohol certain ones make you horny, right? So drink something. Yeah, <laughs> help your freaky come out. Yeah, baby. I, I just I 
I don't, I've never had a freaky. I just kind of like, I like just being that person that's just like, do whatever you want. I'm not going to turn it down. No, everyone has a sexuality. You're just not comfortable (laughs) or connected to yours. I promise you there are things that turn you on. If, do you masturbate? Yes. Okay. What do you think about while you're masturbating? What's happening in your mind? What are you do looking you at or what are you thinking Do you watch porn while you masturb while you masturbate? Yeah. What do you watch? I'm um, just normal, like guy and girl. Girl, girl. What do you watch, girl? What do you watch? <laughs> What's her? Okay. How about this? I like cream pie gangbangs. That's like my favorite shit. I like when guys <laughs> take turns in cream pie like thirty times in a row. Yep. So what do you like to watch? Um, I've never like cared for porn that much, though. No? Nothing? You don't like to search like anything? Like, I've seen everything, I'm, and I'm in the music industry, so I've seen things live and all kinds <laughs> of things. So, I bet that's in the book. And if not, that's, that's another whole one. book. Right. But it just, it, like, that's just not my thing, though. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I'd just rather do it instead of watch it. That's just my thing. Okay, so. Yeah. Explore. Dr. What do you like to. I like um, numbers. I like more than one person. I'm into numbers. Like right gang now. bangs. Yeah. Yeah. Guy and girl, two girls, a girl and I like five guys. I like <laughs> right. Just numbers. You numbers. Said what? Like a when I'm searching at porn, I'm usually like, I like the public stuff. Like the, like. Me too. Kind of like when you're secret in the public. Yep. In a way, yeah. you know. But that is the stuff I want you to take home to your partner. And go Surprise outside, Surprise him with bitch. that. Then maybe y'all need to do it in public places. <laughs> it's warm. That's actually warm. fun. Yeah. That's actually fun. I wish I could do it outside. I, I can't. You, you can't have to worry about it. No, yeah. you can. You just have to find the place. It's, it'll make it exciting. Girl, I'll be think about it. The I know. Day. They'd be like, ooh. Right. <laughs> we'll all be looking. No. <laughs> I'll be like, girl, I saw you. No. <laughs> repost. Repost. Right. <laughs> but yeah, if you like the outdoorsy stuff, you know, I've, you should apply that to your sex life. Like, babe, let's just go in the backyard or let's just. You know, don't get in trouble and shit, but like, yeah, yeah go outside and, and do and You do have a sexuality. Shit. Explore it and act it out. But thank you for that question. Circle back and let us know what you land with. Okay, thank you so much. Yeah, for sure. Um, T-Buzz, I want to just thank you for coming by. Oh, thanks for having me. I want to awesome. yeah, thank fun. you for being you. And I, I'm always impressed when people like you are vulnerable and honest. And writing something like that is really powerful for a lot of people. So thank you for doing that. I'm going to uh, recommend your book to some patients. Oh, uh, thank you. They, they need to see powerful representation of people that have gotten through stuff and been successful. So it's beautiful. Thank I appreciate you. that. Well, it's therapeutic for me, too, because I was tired of holding stuff in. For yeah, sure. Yeah. For sure. Okay, so uh, make sure you guys get the book, A Sick Life um, by T. Boz. And where is it available? Anywhere books are sold. And is it on audio? Yep. And yes. it's on audio as well. And I actually have two singles on the audio. Um, I have a single out now on iTunes. It's called Dreams. And I wrote it about my mother or anyone who lost a parent or anyone who supported them. That voice you always hear. They don't have to physically be there. Mm-hmm. But that person who gives you that drive and that push to keep going. So that's what the song Dreams is about. Absolutely. All right. For sure. Thank you so much for Thank being you. here. Thank you. Thanks for having me. All right, you guys. Bye. Bye.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.